Welcome to Real Talk, episode 75. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Yo, we're back, and guess what? Episode 75, three quarters of a century. It's good math. I, I math sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're excited to see you guys. 75 episodes, man. Dude, it's I know we used to say this all the time in every oh, episode, but this is surreal. It this really time, is. It, it, it really actually is. is. It's a milestone. Yeah, it is. And we should have done something special, and we're not. We didn't do anything. Nope. So, uh, yeah, we're here. We're excited. Looking forward to having some real talk with you guys. Um, quick spiel. You know what real talk is. It's an opportunity to talk about God, life, the Bible, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Up above, you'll see a link, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. If you click that link, go down to submit a question. You, too, can submit a question, a question or topic completely anonymously. Could not find you if we tried. We have. Yep. So... Uh, that's really the gist of it. We also share a little bit of our lives, and hopefully, if nothing else, from our strange conversations, we hope it inspires you to have real talk with friends and family and et cetera. And what is real talk? Real talk is the stuff that matters in life. That's right. You know, it's, yeah, absolutely time to laugh and have fun, but, you know, we all have things in life that we're questioning or wondering about or trying to figure out, and I think sometimes in life we can get pressured sort of just jump to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And I think one of the greatest treasures in life is having real talk with real friends. So I did there. Just did. <laughs> hey, that Does was that real. Mean I'm a real friend. Yeah, coworker. So <laughs> it's good to see you guys. I'm just kidding. Of course you are. <laughs> so uh, I think today we'll mix it up. Let's let's do some questions right, followed in. by how we're doing. Yep. And then maybe end with another question. All right, I'm in. So, uh, let's see what we have here. Good dive in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I'll go with a somewhat difficult one. Okay. Uh, growing up in church, I always heard that all the things slash sins we've done in secret will be made known. I'm assuming this meant after the rapture. I think this passage is in Luke. So, if we are saved, the blood is supposed to wash us clean. If we are forgiven, why are our sins being brought up again? Great question. Mm. So, at the end times, um, during the judgment, right? That's right. They're asking, because the Bible does many times, I'm not entirely sure it's in Luke, but numerous times it talks about what's done in secret will be made known. Excuse me. Why is that? If Jesus forgives us, mm-hmm. why does that happen? I think it's a, it's like an ultimate culmination of how much you needed Jesus, right? That's good, man. I think that is good. Like, yeah. Just like, a, it's like a, you know how you have those... Uh, what do they call them? Like at a job, like everybody. job performance. Yep, job performance. It's almost like a, it's almost like a life performance. <laughs> I actually really like that, and I'm going to piggyback off of that. So, a lot what a lot of people don't know is the Bible describes different judgments coming. Okay, so at mm-hmm. the end times, there's there's these different kind of judgments going to happen for all people. Symbols. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about one as far as like before Jesus, like oh, gotcha. like this. So, um, here's the thing: when those sins are brought up, look at it more this way. I like that you said job performance. Mm-hmm. It's more about rewards. Yeah, We're not going to... Those sins aren't being brought up to shame us. They're not being brought up to um, to judge us in the sense that we're going to be held accountable for those because Jesus paid the price. Right. But it is going to... How good is it that God is going to reward us for what we do in life? Hmm. So, yeah, some of us are going to be... <clears throat> I read an analogy once that's pretty good. So if we're on the second floor of a house... Second floor of a house and it starts on fire on the first floor, and we get out, jump out, and look back, and we see that our house burns down. Right. On the one hand, we're going to be really, really thankful 
that we made it out alive. Right? Absolutely. But on the other, we're going to be really sad that we burned our house. And that's kind of the same. Scripture talks about some believers are going to make it, but it's going to be asked through fire. And what that's essentially referring to is they're going to have squandered the opportunity to live this life for Jesus and to serve in, in big ways. So, yes, putting our faith in Jesus saves us, and we mm. still get the full benefits of eternity with God, but we have rewards. Your actions in this life, even after coming to know Jesus, matter. There's crowns for certain people. There's going to be rewards. You know, the Bible says storing up treasure for yourselves in heaven. And I think that's a beautiful thing that not only does God save us, but he makes that this life still counts. Mm. And it's, it's like our Father sees the things we do. So Absolutely. that judgment seat is more about... Hey, come forward. I like you said, re, uh, job performance. Come up and go. Hey, I love you. Uh, let's see what you did. Yep. And oh, look at that. You know. So it's it's another reason why it's important to really live this life to the fullest. Yes, I love that because and it's so convicting every single time we talk about this because it makes me realize that like when people feel like like for example, I guess I'll share that later. But it's Holy Spirit because it gives you purpose for everything. Yeah, everything. That's it good. Gives your man. entire life a purpose. Even when you feel like you don't mean anything, when you feel like your role in life has nothing, like like you're nothing. There's fruit in whatever you do because he puts purpose in everything because of that. Yeah, it's so cool. You think that does that answer the question? I ben? think so. So it's not about your sin being brought up mm-hmm. to judge whether you go to heaven, or hell, or have salvation. That's mm-hmm. already done. It's. It's your job performance. It's time to reward the people. And you yeah. get rewarded for all those things you did. And man, God is so good to do that. Because we, you know, I've always said this. If all we got was to get to go and be with him forever, that'd yep. be enough. But Absolutely. as God always does, he gives more than, <laughs> than we deserve. Even better. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Great question. Thank you. <clears throat> awesome. And do. Uh, what do we got? And <laughs> do. <laughs> I was going to move on and I changed my thought. Awesome. Um, once we accept Jesus as our Savior, are we in a covenant with Him? Yeah. I should have let you read. It. <laughs> yeah. So, the, what is a covenant? We've talked early on. A covenant is more than a promise. In Old Testament yeah. times, a covenant would have been a contract in a way, even more than that. It is a promise that is so deep that if I am in covenant with you, I'm going to hold to my terms, independent of whether you do yours almost, right. like, because I am. It's it's deep. Right? And the Old Testament authors particularly in, in knew the idea of covenant back mm-hmm. then because it, it was for survival even way in the old days during the time of Abraham and all of that. So, yeah. you know, the Bible refers to the new covenant that we're under. Right. God has been a God who makes promises throughout history. He had the covenant with Abraham. He had the That's covenant right. with Moses, on and on and on. And under the new covenant, um, we are in covenant with God through Jesus Christ. And what that right. means is God has given us his righteousness. He, uh, Jesus' righteousness. He's given us forgiveness of sin. He's given us um, mm-hmm. the benefits of Christ's holy life. And in return, we have given him our faith and we have given him our sin and we've laid it at his feet. And so it's a beautiful thing, man. And in this case, you know, we get a far, we're the ones that get the, the benefit, the good side of the deal. Yeah. I was so, say, yes, absolutely. We're in covenant with God. That and we uh, we're in a relationship with him that is permanently established through Jesus Christ through his death and resurrection. That makes sense. Yes. Now I do have a quick question though. Okay. And maybe this uh, this may be way out in left field. I don't know. But this is kind of a, th- a thought that came to mind. So when it comes to the new covenant, do you think that was kind of a? Uh, <laughs> this is where it gets kind of weird. Do you think that was more of a covenant between God and Jesus, even though they're the same? 
more than us? No, I think no. no I I think that Jesus modeled for us. Yeah. What covenant looks like in a way because he did what the Father asked him to do. Right. Right. He says, "I do the will of my Father." Um. But Jesus is the bridge and the doorway. And Jesus stood in the... See, I'd have to go deep into covenant. Right. So, really briefly, in order for someone to make a covenant, they would be the the king. So, when, if you and I were to make a covenant, there'd be a couple things. You'd be representing your people. Right. And say, we're two tribes coming together. Okay. And we're going to make a covenant to survive. I will not attack your people, and I will provide... Uh, livestock, and you will protect. You, you want to take my people, and you will provide green. Okay. So you're the king representing all of your people, right? You stand in as a representative. Right. I am the king of my people. I stand in as all representative. On top of that, we typically have a holy person there, the high priest, who's going to bless the whole thing. Jesus fulfills all of those. He is both our king. He stands in our place mm-hmm. before God as I am making this deal for my people. Right. And he is the high priest. As well, which is why scripture calls him that. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's also the lamb because that's another thing. Covenants were sealed in blood. Dude, if I told you that story, it's an amazing story of what the symbolism is. A lot of people, there's a weird story that talks about Abram, uh, Abraham, right? When he meets God. Yeah. And there's some floating torches between corpses of an animal. You've heard me say that's this right. before. Yeah, because he laid it all out. Right? Yeah, and this new birth is signified through the blood, all these mm-hmm. things. So... Pretty powerful stuff. Maybe we'll talk about that sometime. But regardless, Jesus stands in for all of those things. And it's so cool that God, even back then, was foreshadowing Jesus. It's crazy. So that may sound kind of crazy to you, the good, but it isn't. It's a beautiful thing. Overall, yeah. absolutely, we have covenant. We Our place is secure with God because of our king and our high mm. priest who made the deal for us, right. essentially. Right? And God, so, now we... We are called God's people. And that's the other thing. When you and I were to make covenant as kings, my people become your people, your people. We view them the same. Mm. Now you understand when God, mm-hmm. when Jesus did that, it's God's like, okay, you are my people. That's so cool. Because of this covenant. It's a beautiful it's, thing. Now that's very s- simplified, but it's a beautiful thing. It's funny you say that because I was reading, I read Second Ephesians earlier. Not Second Ephesians, Ephesians 2. Second Ephesians. <laughs> one we haven't found. <laughs> um, I was reading Ephesians 2. And... Um, talked about that talked about how like you know he took the Jews and the Gentiles and put them together and, and, and made that Paul, new fan. Paul wrote Ephesians yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah Paul was talking about how that made it, everyone one so that's pretty cool you mentioned yeah that. and he talks about grafting the in, in the section of scripture grafting the branch us the Gentiles mm-hmm. into that branch of you know the Israelites so we make one tree it's pretty cool yeah you got a couple more questions but we'll go ahead and smoothly segue into how has your week been What's God been teaching you, huh? What's the road of life doing for you? The road of life. Um, the road of life is bumpy. I'll tell you that much. Um, I hear you. So, like I said, I was reading <clears throat> Second Ephesians. Actually, let me grab my phone real quick. Should have been prepared. <coughs> um, I, I, what was it? I highlighted something in the Bible app. Where is it? Okay, so it was set Ephesians two, and it was it started at. So it's funny because earlier, but like, because I read, I read Ephesians before, and I had thirteen already highlighted, but then I went through and I also highlighted fourteen to sixteen. So I'm just going to read it all. So it starts at thirteen. 
But now in Christ Jesus, you who were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Mm. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. So good. By abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two. So making peace and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. It's good. I feel like that almost is almost what you literally just said. Is yeah. Good. Like he, like you said, like usually in a covenant, there's like a yeah. holy man. It's, it's like it's like he was two coming into one. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah, and he brings us. Um, what's let me? What section of that? Yeah. He has made us both one. Yeah. Not but that's kind of the context. About how it was like a fusion. Yeah, of, uh, of the Gentiles and, and the, the yeah, and he brought Jews. us together as one tribe. So yeah. that was that was just really cool because I read that like literally today, like when yeah. I had when I had a minute, I read through it. And I that like, is wow. cool, man. <laughs> it really yeah. is. And I was like, yeah, nice. So that was really refreshing because it just reminds me, like, it reminded me of the mission, too, of, like, it doesn't matter who these people are, we're called to love. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just felt a little bit of conviction of, like, I know you've always convicted me with the idea of, like, how many people have you told Jesus about this week or last, you know, two weeks, three weeks, month, six months, year, whatever, inviting the church and whatnot. So that just kind of reminded me of the mission of, like, how beautiful it is that Jesus did that for us and he God entrusted us his people, right, to mm -hmm. go out and spread that word and spread the news and let people know, like, you know, there's more there's more to this life. And um, mm. so I've been convicted about that, and I just feel like, man, that always goes back to the small things in life, too. Like you said, like, everything matters because of he's always watching, right? Um, and that job performance, like, you want to get that good job performance afterwards because of the crowns you want. And yeah, even afterwards. Sure. Exactly. And so it makes you realize, like, everything matters, Every interaction has some sort of significance. Yeah, and that's and that's not some people I know the the, the anxious perfectionist people. people <laughs> it's not what it is. No. It's more of he's not waiting for the mistakes. Right, he's waiting for the victories. Exactly, know? and like once we realize that every little interaction matters, and like there's an opportunity to do something big and change lives, like you're going to take more steps more often than than not. That's good. Think, so just kind of having that realization. Um, I, I mentioned it briefly, like a, little, a couple minutes ago, but I was talking about how. That was so cool that you mentioned it earlier because I kind of was dealing with feeling like feelings of like kind of hopelessness lately. Like past couple of days where I felt like, you know, I was like, man, I just I'm so human and I hate it. And like, you know, we're in this world, but not meant to be of it. And I feel like I'm so often of it. And, yeah. um, and it just comes in all forms, man. Like I felt a lot of conviction about even like music lately again, like music I listen to. And I'm like, man, this just isn't good for me. Like it. And and I just get in those places where like I'll go like I'll go a while without listening to it, and then I listen to it again, and that ends up being all I listen to. And then I I kind of get into like this weird like denial of like oh it doesn't affect me, but it definitely does. And like man, so, that's that's really transparent, and I think yeah. it's a great lesson for a lot of people is <laughs> they don't want to <laughs> the rebels in us right mm -hmm. wants to say well I'm saved doesn't and it doesn't affect yourself it doesn't affect me, and then yep. it does affect you it the does. stuff you watch the things you listen to mm -hmm. you know I, sometimes we may it might be better if we stop focusing so much on whether we're allowed to and focus more on the effect it has on us. It reminds me of Paul saying, you know, everything's really permissible, good, not everything's beneficial. Yep. And everybody uses that. Many people use that verse as a justification for their actions instead things, of a yep. warning. Oh. Everything is permissible. Yeah, you can do it. Yep. Not good for you. Mm. So I think uh, that's really good, man. I think that's a great point for a lot of us. Yes. And so like, I was like, man, I need it. And then that kind of, it was cool because once I like, kind of came to terms with that again. I was like, man, that, that leads to so many different like things too. Like you said, like instead of 
instead of using it as justification, like a warning. And I guess it's kind of what I was looking at. I was kind of self-reflecting on my life. I'm like, man, how often do I just sit with my eyes fixated on the world, whether that's – and that can be in so many different forms. That can be like on my phone, which is a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So, oh, man, I'm fixated on this – of the world or this video or whatever it might be, just anything. I don't know if that made sense. But um, – and I realized like I'm not focused on God. You know, I could be using these things for God. Instead, I'm, I'm using it to be in the world more than not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang it. So music was the one that hit me hardest, but – you know, it's it's slowly opening my eyes again to other things as well. And I'm still trying to figure that out. But it's good because yesterday yesterday and the day before that I felt like it was more of like I felt like bad condemnation. Yes. Sort of thing. But yeah. I feel like today waking up trying to be you know, trying to be different again, I guess. You get so used to being a Christian sometimes that you forget to be different. Mm. <laughs> and so I was like, Oh man, I've kinda numbed myself to, you know, like how we're supposed to live and, and I think like you said, like you start to justify all these little things, and before you know it, you're like, oh, what am I doing? I'm not even living like a Christian. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you know, waking up today and, and feeling, you know, more hopeful than I was before, and, you know, like I said, getting in the Word today and, and doing a little bit of praying, like, it's already helped tremendously. I'm like, man, like, it's crazy what kind of difference that makes. Yeah. And, you, and we forget so often, so. That's so good, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. But it's good because that, like you said, it kind of went from condemnation and then waking up today into conviction of like, man, like, Oof, it's like good. this is, I have a new opportunity today. Every day is new. And uh, that's why that's my, one of my favorite verses, Romans thirteen twelve. You know, the day, the, the day is far, wait, the night is far, oh, man, AJ, come on. I can't even say it right now. I got to look at it apparently. It's okay. The day is, the night is far spent, the day is at hand, I think, something like that. Therefore, yeah. let us put, cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Oof, something like that. Bingo. <laughs> so... Um, that's why it's one of my favorite verses because it reminds me like every day is a new opportunity to choose my faith. Sure. So it's good, man. Yeah, <clears throat> it's really good. Makes me think too. Um, why do you think we so desperately want to cling to the things of our past that we know aren't good for us? Oh man. Um, what is the appeal? <laughs> um, I think the appeal is is the feelings that you had in those moments. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's like, even like last night, for example, I went down like a, it's funny, it was like five, (laughs) it was super early this morning and and I couldn't sleep and it was funny because I ended up just going down this giant rabbit hole, but not like a usual rabbit hole, it was like a rabbit hole of people that I almost like forgot about in my life beforehand Yeah, and it was like people I went to school with, right? So I was just going from like Facebook profile to Facebook profile, like man, look at the look at what their life is now and um even though it's cool to like to rediscover that, it's also like you said that there's like a sadness in it because I, like you said, I think I, I have like it's like memories flashback, right? And you and you you feel you feel those those feelings you felt in the moment then, and like you don't, it's not there now, I guess in a, in a way, and it's like you can't I know have that exactly back. what you're talking about. Like like you that moment that that just came to your mind and the feelings that you remember, you can't experience it ever again because that moment has passed. Mm. And I'm like, man. So I was just kind of like cycling through all these different moments in my life that I literally forgot about. And then they came back and I was like, wow, like that, that, is, that is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I'm very, this is where you and I are, are very similar uh-huh. for all of our differences. We're both very sentimental people. Yep. We both can remember the good of our past more than the bad, mm-hmm. which really is what sentimental is, I think. I think so. It's, it's kind of the opposite, <clears throat> you know, of 
some people look back and they only remember the bad. Right. I think you and I both certainly tend to remember the good. And uh, it's weird, man. Weird timing because I, I sort of had a similar thing. So I've reconnected with a couple people. Yeah. From my from my past, from my hometown. Yep. Shout out to Nabalu. Hey. Uh, and um, it's interesting, man. Like. I'm not who I was, which I know, right? I don't even yeah. mean that in the, like, I'm better. I, it just, I'm different completely, you know, my mm-hmm. life experiences. And, you know, in your mind, when you think about people from your past, they're still the same people. See what I'm saying? Yes. So, I, like, yeah. you, you, you look back and you're like, oh, they they are these people. They're, this snapshot your mind has of maybe even high school or a little yep. bit after, they're the same people. Well, they've changed too. Life has yep. changed them. <clears throat> and, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's... It's just a fascinating thing, man, oh, to man. sit and talk to the, you know, I had a really good conversation <laughs> um, with a couple of friends in case they watch. She said, yeah. I don't give them a shout out. Mike and Michelle, husband and wife, cool people. Yeah. I had a really good talk with them and then kind of catching up a little bit on people from our, from our, you know, they still live in our hometown, which is so cool. Right. I love, you know, I love my hometown. Oh, yeah. Are they living, they've had a wild life too, by the way. Moved all around. <laughs> you know, because in your mind, you're like, oh, they're in Napanee and they never left. Like, yep. no, they've had a crazy adventure. went to New York. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty cool to hear that. But on the, it also got me thinking a lot just about people change and your view of people change. And I actually spoke to one of my, at the time, was one of my best friends. Yeah. And we were best friends. We were really good friends all through high school and then even after. And we've touched base and... You know, I shot him a message a while back, and we're just so different now. And it made me sad because I'm still holding on to yep. this, what it was, you know, and it's not that. And that mm-hmm. is, and I think it kind of ties back to, that's not the same as listening necessarily to music you shouldn't listen to, but it's kind of the same feeling. Like, I want to grasp for this thing, this time, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> so, uh, also. That's so odd. Yeah, man. So, that happened. So, I I think the whole that whole concept is pretty interesting. Mm. How we longed for what what we had, but I wonder if we got it, if it would actually ever be what we thought it was. I don't think it would. Yeah, and I think that's, that's and that includes music too, right? Oh yeah, like, absolutely. I think mm-hmm. it's constantly proven over and over again that, especially for people who you know, if you're especially if you're a very goal oriented person, I'm sure you've experienced that. Like you make all these goals, and when you finally hit it, you're just like, "What now? Mm-hmm. What's next?" Yeah, we we very seldom seldomly actually take in the moment of completing whatever we're trying to complete. We just move on to the next thing. <laughs> Life, man. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Never it really stops. Life fast. never stops for anybody. It's fast, mm-hmm. for sure. Anyways, how's your week been? <laughs> it's been pretty good. Uh, I guess I, you know, I often wonder, I have to, I apologize for those, of, you guys have listened for a long time, you already know that. I start a thought and then I rabbit trail off that thought. I do that all the time. <laughs> I caught myself in the round table when we're going to start. I was like, man, I got to finish a thought. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I'll try to put this coherently. So typically, I've we share our struggles, which is good. And we share good things too. Yeah. I sometimes wonder, you know, what people that are listening are like, man, they have these kind of same themes. And, I, and we do because we're both working through life. And our themes, and like one of the themes I often have is, or I often discuss, is the idea of the church not being what it should, with a capital C. Right. And boy, people probably don't understand or believe, I love the church, capital C. I think it's the city on the hill, right, as scripture says. I think it's, I think it reflects everything good on this earth. It's beautiful. At its, yeah. But I also think they're, like anything else, 
when something's so beautiful, you notice the smudges more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if it's this big crystal castle, I have you in my mind. Crystal palace. Yeah, there you go. You notice, uh, you notice the smudges more, and you want to be like, let's clean that up. So a lot of times we talk about that. Well, I had some, some sort of similar situation happen last week where, and I, I mentioned this in our message, mm-hmm. I had someone who I don't even talk, never, I have literally barely knew this person, barely know this person, and have not spoken to them in legitimately six, seven years. Yeah. And they actually told someone close to you this ridiculous story about me parking in front of our apartment and walking to a lady's, I don't know, some, yeah. this is weird. Anyway, that's, that's not really the point of the story. Mm-hmm. The point of the story is, is that that can be discouraging when you're like, why are people, because this person mm-hmm. that I haven't talked to is in another church and they're kind of a big deal because they come from fam- money, they come from family, they come from money. And mm-hmm. You know how people are about that. Um, anyway. It gets discouraging because you're like, what? What in the world? Like, yeah. I just can't do that. Like, I just can't go around and talk about someone I do not know. Yep. And it, it feels wrong. Yeah, it is. It it does feel wrong. And you know, I think that because my mind always does this. <clears throat> you guys probably don't believe this, and that's fine. I don't really care. If you know me well, you know this. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. You know me enough to know what I end up doing is when it's me. I'm like, because I don't like myself either, right? We all struggle with that. I'm like, I deserve it, yep. even though they're lies. I deserve, it. but. It makes me start going. Then I get mad when I think about maybe they do it to you yep. or Clint or someone in our, our church or some person who has isn't as stubborn as me and like yep. how much that must hurt them. And then I get mad because I think about why do we allow this kind of culture? Yep. Trust me, this is going somewhere good. So, you know, I end up getting discouraged and then it makes you have self-doubt. I'm a human being. I have self-doubt. I, I wonder yep. more than anything, I want to follow Jesus. And then sometimes I'm like, man, Lord, you know, I, I want to reflect you well Am I? Am I doing well? Am I doing right? You know, all these types of things. We all have that. First, conf- It doesn't matter how confident you are. I'm pretty confident, but I have doubts. Yep. Well, I don't want to go too much into this because – so I had a guy, person, asked to be my friend on the book, Facebook. Yep. And what was interesting about this person, I didn't get a chance. This was like Sunday during the day or Saturday night. I just saw it real briefly. Yeah. I'm not on Facebook a lot other than church stuff because right. you know me. If you're a long-time viewer, you know I think it leads to a lot of negativity because you're giving voices to mean people. <laughs> How about them cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, reference to old status. So <laughs> so, uh, so I saw this, and here's the thing about this guy. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't like this guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't like him. Yeah. In fact, and I don't mean to glorify this, when I, you know, I always tell people when I moved to Indiana, I, I lived in Indiana, but my, my family's from Kentucky. Yep. Shout out to the, to Kentucky, and I'm very thankful for that. But when you move up to a city, fairly affluent little northern mm-hmm. city. Yeah. Okay. Northernmost part of Indiana. Yeah. And you are, you have a southern accent and you are chubby. Yep. Which probably shocks you. I love how you're trying to keep a straight face when I said that. You're going to get some stuff in school, man, when you first move here. Makes and, sense. And the, there, was, there was a year I went to three different schools in two different states in one year. Wow. And that's tough, man, when you oh, move. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we weren't wealthy by any means, especially when we first moved here. Shout out to my parents, man. They really worked their butts off and gave us an amazing life. But this guy, I actually punched this guy. Like, this is just an example of like this guy was mean. He was a bully. He was one of those guys. Like I, I punched this guy before, uh, and some of his friends and fought them as a kid. You know that sounds ridiculous. However, the only reason I tell you that is even in high school we ended up playing football together for a while, and and he was he was he was really good by the way, um, 
And it was one of those things where you were never really friends, but because things had changed, you know, he didn't make fun of me, but did other people and stuff. And I yeah. just didn't like that because I've always had a pretty, pretty soft heart. Well, he ended up moving away, came back later in high school and uh, didn't play football anymore. So I didn't talk to him a ton, but he's still around in the same kind of circle. And I always viewed him that way, though. I was still kind of like a funny guy, but usually at the expense of other people. That's just goes back to what I told you about. You just keep people in the same place they were. Yep. So I, I was going to accept him regardless because like we didn't have any bad blood. Well, I ended up getting a message from him in that place in Facebook where you're not friends with someone. But you get like a message request. Yeah, it's called. but it's you can't even see it unless you look up in the corner. It's weird. Yeah. So I was it was, this was late last night. I was coming back and I happened to see that I had a message there. So I clicked it open and it was crazy, man, because when I never thought this, he said, hey, you did a really good job in your message. He had watched it and he said, and you were really right about your message. And he and he explained that in high school, he said, this happened to me where people said things about me. And I came back and I wondered why everyone hated me. And you would have never thought this from this guy. He goes, why everyone hated me and was mean to me. He said, I hated myself. And I was like suicidal for a long time. Wow. And if he's watching, man, thank you so much for being that transparent with me. Because what I think it did for me, one, it was cool for him to be willing to share that. We hadn't talked. Right. But also it was, it was two things. One is it was a reminder that people are not what they do, that everybody has a story. Like, I would have never known that during that time that guy was going through that stuff. Right. And he actually said he was suicidal for years, meaning kind of after. And you would have never known it. And it, so, one, it was a sort of a convicting thing of, like, man. And so it's cool to, like, try to connect with this guy. And we're, I think we're sort of connecting again. But um, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to send that. But also, it was an encouragement that, you know, what we're doing here is reaching people who wouldn't even, wouldn't even know. Yep. And, you know, and I, I bring that out to you guys and where you're at in your life that, you know, you may think that the things you do don't matter, mm. but you have no idea the impact your life and your ministry, wherever it's at, whether that's at work, whether that's at the gas station, at McDonald's, what your kind word might do for someone. And I think that's really cool. And it's so for me, I kind of take two things from that. One is to remember that people are not their, their flaws. Mm-hmm. They're more than that. And we all are hurting. And two is that goes back theme, man. What we do matters, even when it feels like it doesn't. So crazy place to be. And then it's also kind of convicting me that I should try to reach out to this person I've never spoken to. Lady A from the first one who never talked to who's saying these things. Yeah. Reminds me of the scripture that says, as best you can be at peace with everyone. Yep. Um, in Romans says this. So that's where I'm at. So it's been... And that all happened within, you know, 48 hours. <laughs> and then hearing you share that, man, I had this moment as you were sharing of just like real encouragement of like, yeah, dude, this is so cool. God loves us. And this is all, we always say it, it's real. It is real. And man, sorry for that rambling, guys. I'm trying, I always try to toe the line because I never want someone's story to be used, uh, I don't know, as a product on Real Talk. Right. But it's part of my life. Oh, yeah, man. And, you know, and I hope if that person watching, they know that I actually, you impacted my life just by sharing that with me. So it's so surreal. Like you said, it's all real. And um, (laughs) it seems like it's funny. No matter how many times God shows how real all this is, like there's still that party that's like, is it? Like like there's always that side that for some reason, it always somehow, something gets lost in translation somehow. And there's always a part of you that, that is trying to run away, 
trying to seek something else. And I think it's that's why it's so important that we do remember, you know, to read the Bible, to pray. It's so to do important. what he told us yes. to do. Yeah. It's so important to surround yourself with fellow brothers and sisters who are willing to walk out life with you. And you have to be willing to be transparent and to let people know what's going on and how you're feeling, you know. And through that, I think you're going to have a way easier time, you know, having those parts of you be refined. You just remind me of verse as I'm looking up when you said that. <laughs> um, I just like this, man. It's sort of, this is 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 3. And this is Paul right in Church of Corinth. He says in verse 12, Therefore, having such a hope, uh, actually, I can go even more, up verse 9, For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, meaning what we had to deal with under the law, the ministry of righteousness overflows with even more glory. In fact, what had been glorious is not glorious now, in comparison, because of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was fading away, the idea that we had to constantly keep up, right, was glorious, what endures will be even more glorious. Then, Therefore, having such a hope, we use great boldness. We are not like Moses, who used to put a veil over his face so the Israelites could not stare at the end of what was fading away. Incredible story, when Moses went to get the Ten Commandments and he came down, he had a glow from the glory of God, and he would hide it because he didn't want them to see that it was slowly fading because he had been away from the presence of God. So he wanted them to still know it was, the, you know, it's that humanist of like, I don't want them to doubt. Yep. But this is, this is what's wild in comparison. So that the Israelites would not stare at the end of what was fading. He knew they would focus on the fact it was fading away and doubt him. But their minds were closed. For, the, for to this day at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains. It's not lifted because it's set aside only in Christ. Even to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And here it is. We all, remember the comparison, with unveiled faces, are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the God and are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord who is the Spirit. So it's just this idea of like, we get to look at Him with unveiled faces, man. We don't have to hide. Mm-hmm. We don't have to hide and like keep this perfection up because our glory comes from Him. And Gosh. we are being slowly transformed mm-hmm day by day into being more like him with a glory that never fades, you know? It's so funny. I don't know why that you made me think of that verse. <laughs> it's so funny when you when I hear verses like that because it makes me think like, man, we're so spoiled. <laughs> I think of like, uh, oh, who was it? Was it Moses? It was somebody from the Old Testament that was like, I, I can't, like, what do you say? Like, I can't wait for those people to be able to have faith without being able to see Mm. Yeah, or, I can't remember how it goes, but yeah. it's something along those lines. <clears throat> Talks about like, you know, bless. I know. I, I can't well, remember who it was. Well, like. Jesus mentions the fact he goes, you know, you follow Moses. Moses and the prophets would have loved to be who you are. Yes. To get the opportunity right. you have. Yeah. They long for the day to see this mm-hmm. happening. Or, yeah, and so here we are right. living in it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's what it is. To think that Moses is looking at you being like, man, I wish I'd had what you have. Which is the Holy Spirit, you know, sealed. Pretty wow. cool, pretty cool, and mm-hmm. uh, to see Christ come. Yeah, it's cool stuff. So anyway, man, that was good. That's encouraging. Yes. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Trying to walk this out. We're always just trying to walk this out, guys. And you know, to the end. If you're a person who doesn't know Jesus, and you watch these because they're interesting, and know Jesus means you're not a Christian, and you're probably like, man, these, it sounds like these guys are sad all the time. We're not, man. We, we're sad in this world, yeah. and so we're torn between... What we're in and what we 
feel and know to be true. Yep. And sometimes it's hard not to to be distracted. Oh yes. And to be hurt, and we we need to remind ourselves of that promise. You know that he's not done. So pretty exciting stuff. Well said, um, yes, sir. I have one more question. I guess we can answer. Sure. Do you think we have, quote, personal angels? I was doing my devotions in Matthew 18.10, references, quote, their angels, referring to children, and it made me wonder. We've actually answered this question long ago. I don't know if you remember that. I, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we did. Huh. I don't know. I. Mm, it's the mm, section, I believe, I'm going to look it up, where Jesus talks about if... Uh, it's actually, I love this, by the way. It's right mm-hmm. after... Um, they're angels. He's talking about the lost sheep and all uh-huh. that. And the verse he, they're referencing is uh, Matthew eighteen ten. See that you don't look down on one of these little ones, because I tell you that in heaven, their angels continually view the face of my Father in heaven. So there is an implication that we have angels um, as believers that are, I don't know. Looking over us? Yeah. Now mm-hmm. what that... Does that mean we have a personal one? I they're angels, it could be, and I don't think it really matters beyond that, you know. It's pretty cool if that's the case. Yeah. I think it's not something to get too focused on because right. at the end of the day, these angels, here's what's crazy about them. It's, whenever I think of angels in the Bible, I immediately think about the first thing that happens. Every time a human sees an angel, <laughs> they, they start down oh, and start worshiping, we, and the yep. angel goes, whoa, 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 no, I'm not the guy. Like, yep. I'm nothing compared to mm-hmm. to God. And um, But yeah, it seems to be an implication that there is to some degree. Uh and, and boy, that's interesting, wow, isn't it? About, yeah, it's crazy. The father's like, hey, go over there and whatever. I don't know. Have this. Have the, whether that's have whether that's only his kid, I don't, I don't know the answer. Yeah. It's a good question. Great catch, by the way, as you were reading that. Shows that you're really reading that verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> so, seems to be some sort of implication of that. What that means, I don't that's think surreal. it really matters, but uh-huh. beyond, like, it's interesting. Oh, definitely interesting. So, Yeah. Anything else you got? Um, not that I can think of. Love you guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, episode 75, man. It's crazy. Three quarters of a century. Milestone. Three quarters. Yep. Will we make it to 100? We'll see. We didn't think we'd make it to 10. Yeah. Or to two. Continue. <laughs> yeah, we hope so. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think so. Appreciate yeah, it feels like a fast episode today. I don't yeah. know if that's true. It felt speedy, but I don't know if it was or not. It probably wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, we thank you guys so much. Uh, those of you who a few weeks ago asked about or posted about the round table, we mm-hmm. did complete it. That's right. Last week, and it's in the final editing stages, so thank you for being patient with us. The hope is it will be released. <laughs> that's a hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week. We'll yep. see how it goes. Uh, I can tell you right now, it is completely different feel from Real Talk. Oh, yeah. We go into some wild places. So, <laughs> you'll also hear, if it happens, old intern Clint, boy, he is up. His voice is like thunderous storms raining down upon us. So, you'll hear his voice... <laughs> Uh, but it was good. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So I just wanted you guys to know that because we didn't forget about you and we are holding right. to that. Uh, trying to think of anything else. You guys know that we're on a podcast. If you're watching this video, That's right. you probably don't care. But we are on all podcast formats, which yep. is up above. Uh, big shout out. I'm going to do this a couple times. Shout out to a few people, man, that I know donated to Real Talk recently. Um, and if I forget you, I didn't forget. I probably didn't get the updated list. But a big shout out to my to Sevi. You know mm-hmm. who you are, Sevi. 
So having made a big donation to Real Talk last week. Thank you what? so much. Thank um, you so much, man. I know uh, Greg, big Greg Benny. Triple I know B. Mandy, uh, Amber, uh, all of them gave. Thank you all so much. Um, man, just for you guys. you guys investing in this and having value in that, that's encouraging to us. It's blows my mind yeah so if you um, we just we, we love and appreciate you guys so much and all of you that watch and share and comment all of you guys are a part of this ministry right. you're a part of this talk and we're very excited and thankful for that and we're excited to see what happens um, so like share comment all of the above when you do all of those you you help this video reach more people that's right it's called engagement it's a fact so like comment share Boom. We appreciate it. If you could, you know, always invite friends even. You can even tag friends that you think are interested or could be interested in this. Yeah. That link above, www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk is active 24-7, 365. Boom. You, if you want to donate to this ministry, you can at any time from your phone at www.theremnant.live slash give. Go to the drop-down box. Uh, use the drop-down box and go down to Real Talk. Yep. Other than that, we'll be going live this Thursday, 9 p.m. on Facebook for Real Talk Live, where the talk is real and the entertainment is cheap. That's Very what we cheap. call it. So come check that out. Hang out with us live. Interact with us live. We'd appreciate that. I think that's about it. I think so. And this is a ministry of the Remnant Church in Columbia City, Indiana. You can find more info about us at www.theremnant.life. That's mainly for the podcast folks. But if you're watching on here too, just click that link and go to the, the page and like it. Yep. Leave us a review. We'd appreciate that. Boom. I think that's about it. I think so. Thank you guys so much for, man, allowing us to speak in your lives and giving us good topics and questions to talk about. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time. And truly, God bless you.